Hello, and welcome to this special episode of the Bregman Leadership Podcast. I'm Peter Bregman, and as the CEO of Bregman Partners, my mission for over 30 years and the mission of this podcast is to help successful people become great leaders. One of the ways I do that is through coaching. At my Bregman Leadership Coach Training, I share my coaching methodology with coaches from all over the world who are looking to raise the level of their coaching. In this podcast episode, I'm going to give you a taste of my coaching methodology by sharing a real coaching session I did with a dear friend and truly special person, Wynn Miller. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, Peter. <laughs> My heart is pounding. Oh, well, let's pause with that for a second and just feel it. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's good to notice. And it's, it, it, to me, it means at the very least, we're probably onto something already. <laughs> yes. Well, I was thinking about how as coaches, we always say the coaching that begins the minute you sign up. <laughs> so a uh, couple of things. Uh, one is, uh, this will become clearer to people who, so, so Emily, um, for those who aren't Peter or Emily, Emily helped me um, get clear last night on the issue. And after that, I came up with the, what is my big arrow. Oh, great. So what's your big arrow? Well, here's how it went. I... On the phone, I was trying with making peace with an unknown world. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's already weeping. And then that evolved to finding peace in an unknown world, which went to finding peace no matter what. Mm-hmm. And at the moment, it lands in being at peace no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the last piece about the coaching begins as soon as you sign up. I realized today, and this will become more understandable to the people on the call after uh, we're into the You know, when you don't have to worry about the people, you don't have to worry. Don't think of this as like a demo. I mean, obviously it is a demo. Okay, yeah, good point. Okay. just worry about, just worry about you and me. Okay, good. Thank you. So I, um, I realized that part of what we're going to cover is my fear. Um, so why don't we just go ahead? So the issue is, as I lose my sight, mm-hmm. it's easier for me if people know. So how much to tell whom and how? And I thought, boy, what better person to get help with that than the guy who teaches about emotional courage? Mm-hmm. So that's why I raised my hand. All right. Well, first, Wynn, thank you for raising your hand. It's, it's, um, I want to say that you've, like, already made my day in the first two minutes of our conversation. Because, first of all, I really appreciate the trust you put in me to kind of bring this to our conversation. And, um, and it's like life isn't interesting unless it's real. And, and this is obviously real, right? And, and it's a, you know, it's like a big dose of real. And it, um, and I mean, I mean it seriously, like I was tired coming into this call 
because I've been on the phone for the last four hours. Um, but I feel really energized now. And, um, and that's because of you, right? That's because you were willing to, in the first couple of minutes, just show up in this way. And I, so I'm really appreciative of that. Um, and, and I also hear your fear. Like I hear your big arrow, which is to really be at peace no matter what, which is beautiful, um, to be at peace no matter what. Um, and, and then and I hear the fear of losing your sight and something around, so there's the fear of losing your sight, and then there's this other piece, and I just want to ask you where it fits in, around people knowing or not knowing. So um, in terms of being at peace no matter what, where does this people knowing or not knowing fit in? Well, I am um, always more comfortable facing the truth or speaking the truth. Or, and I know that that's not um, true for everybody. So I have a, a dilemma about... Um, other people being uncomfortable because I have done what actually makes me more comfortable, although they think it probably wouldn't. And and the part of fear that I mentioned earlier on is um, one of the kinds of problems I could have is uh, the, not being able to read the calendar or hardly mm-hmm. being able to read the calendar and the phone number is embedded in the calendar and until I have more skills. Uh, many of which I'm learning, so we don't have to go down that path about assistive technology. If you're going to have a problem, this is the age in which to do it. But um, so because you guys know that I have a, a problem, it, I have less fear. A lot of my time, right. I'm panicked that I can right. do, as I've said, not the coaching. The coaching, I joke, I can do with my eyes closed. But mm-hmm. all these uh-huh. other things. Yeah, exactly. Like getting on a phone call or reading an article a client sends. Um, so I noticed looking for the number today was so different than before I had admitted to you all, you and Emily, um, that I had a problem. Right. So I'm sure um, that it sounds, be easier for and, me to get the number. Well, and it's sounding to me that being at peace no matter what, what you're saying, I just want to repeat it so that I'm sure that I'm understanding it correctly, which is that you are much more at peace with people knowing that you you sometimes always, I don't know kind of where you are with it, is it, that it's difficult for you to see, that you're losing your sight, that, it's, that you're more at peace with yourself, with us, when we know that. Than, than not, and that that potentially conflicts, and I might be putting words uh, in in your mouth here, so don't let me. But that potentially conflicts with your desire to make people comfortable, and that you might not be at peace as much if other people are uncomfortable, and you fear that you will make other people uncomfortable if you tell them that you're losing your sight. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's not putting okay. words in my mouth. It's exactly right. Got it. Okay. And um, got it. I, I want to ask you a question about this people uncomfortable. Do you have experience letting people know 
that you're losing your sight. And Do I have experience letting people know that I'm using my sight, and then what did you add? Um, uh, experience with um, with telling people that you're losing your sight, and then having them be uncomfortable. Ooh, great question. I don't think I have. I think what I'm alluding to is in other situations probably less significant because you can't get as significant as losing your sight, at least in my world, in my life so far. There have been times when I have uh, confronted whatever was present and people got upset or tried to reassure me or did something that showed me that they couldn't tolerate it and it had been, for me, easier to call it what it was, but it wasn't right. okay for them. That's where it comes from. Can I jump to something really fast? So it might be a little too fast, but totally. What the hell? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, tell me when what might be an uncomfortable reaction to you. What might be an uncomfortable reaction to you telling someone that you're losing your sight? Probably like, teach me. To me. Yeah, so teach me three things I can do that would, uh, that would reflect to you that I was uncomfortable with you telling me that you were losing your sight. So one of them is trying to make you feel better. Is that right? Like to reassure uh, you? Yeah, right. Well, what does that sound right. like? Tell me. You know, you'll, we'll take care. We'll, I'll help you or we'll take care of you or... You have a lot of resources now that will make that okay. 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 Great. Uh, do I have three? Um, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah, my mother had that. Uh-huh. Uh, so maybe it's some kind of not being able to stay present to it, to use Peter's famous language. Right. 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 So it may be that. Uh, probably that's probably really good not being able to stay present to the discomfort now, okay, and what else great. signifies to you what else what how else does when someone act reads to you as they're not being present to the discomfort I don't know if I have that at my fingertips I might know it when I when experience it. it yeah okay and I see it and <laughs> Um, yes, I see it. That's interesting, right? Uh, the the language that we use. So, so, um, and I just want to ask one other question. I don't want to go down this route for more than thirty seconds. So, stop me if we do. But I'm kind of curious. I almost don't want to ask the question because, but I, but but I will, which is I'm curious. What about these responses? Like I'll help, I'll help you. We'll take care of it. There's great resources now to make that okay. My mother had that. What about that um, bothers you? Mm. Oh gosh, That's so great. I don't know if I have the language. Maybe something about I just need them to share my reality or stay present. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Something, there's something in here about I have to be able to tell the truth. 
And I don't know why right. that takes me away from it. Mm-hmm. Or why it bothers me that it takes me away from it. Right. Um, it's interesting because there might be a corollary. What might be important for you, I'm just going to say something conceptual, and then we're going to play with it. Um, hold on one second. I just want to write this down for myself. There might be some important growth for you, Wynn, mm-hmm. in doing what you're asking them to do. And for you, it would be to be comfortable with their discomfort. Like you're uncomfortable, they might be uncomfortable with what you say, and you're uncomfortable with their being uncomfortable with what you say. And can, and, and can you be present to yourself in their mm-hmm. discomfort with how they receive what you say and not lose connection with them? Conceptual, mm-hmm. it's big, we're going to play with it. But does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. totally. And it, it's, I sort of relax, so there must be some nice gem in there about oh, good. learning. Let me just stop and make sure that one of the things I'd like to come out with is a way that I focus not just on the little uh, conflict I have about making people uncomfortable, but that I have made peace with whether I can tell my general world and how I would do that. And when I say tell my general world, should I I finish it? Yeah, go ahead. Is that, as I said to Emily, every Thanksgiving I send a note of gratitude, and this year simply because I was out of town and then packing and moving, it didn't go out. And so it's a missing piece for me. I've done it for 17 years. And so when I send something out, albeit late, I thought it was a time that I told people not only that I had moved, but that I really wanted to acknowledge that it was different. Like, I may not know if they text or write. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got it. I would like to leave knowing I could do that. Great. If if it's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. I'm going to do a very non-coaching thing. We're going to tell people. We got to tell people, <laughs> right? We got to do it. So, so I want you to take that decision. I mean, look, you could fight me on it if you want, and I'm willing to be fought. But I want to take this decision off the table. You're going to be running your business for another five or ten years at least. You're going to have relationships with people for another five or ten years at least. You have. Um, you're going to be in real relationship and real contact with people. You're not going to withdraw into a shell and not let them know what's going on. So. I'm going to just, like, with your permission, I'm going to just assume we're going to tell people, and let's get into the nitty-gritty of how to do that and how it's going to feel and go forward. But let me just, oh, you know, before great. I Thank jump you. into that, I just kind of want to know how you're, like, how you're taking it. Oh, that's a big relief. Thank you. Okay, great. All right. So, so let's do it. Let's be uncomfortable. I'm going to make you uncomfortable. Tell me. Okay, and I'm going to learn how. Yes. Right. Right, so, so I'm going to be uncomfortable, and you're going to tell me, and I want you to go slow, and I want you to feel everything that happens in your body. So, so tell me, just tell me. Tell me that um, you're losing your sight. Tell me that um, there are things you're worried about not being able to do. Um, tell me 
everything that you're feeling and that you're noticing and that you want to tell the people around you. And, you know, just anything you want to, what you want to put in that letter, anything you want to tell the general world, anything you need to tell the general world of what's going on for you so you feel seen by them, using those words intentionally, right, so that you are, are, yeah. are in there um, so, that, so, that, so that you are not in hiding about who you are and what's going on for you. So you, you tell me what you want to tell me. Well, I've been having progressive loss. <laughs> I'm laughing because you know this. Uh, and I have to say, of my eyesight, and I would decide whether or not to quote my son who has coached me not to say loss of vision. Because he said I, love I, that. Lost my I like your son. You have tremendous vision. I like that. Right. I haven't lost yeah. my vision. I've lost my eyesight. Right. So I, whether I include that parenthetically or not, I've had progressive loss of my eyesight. As a result of that, I'm losing some contact with my world. Because mm. we all rely on on devices now. We count on someone being immediately responsive. And I sometimes can't know what we right now, whether it's text or an email came in, uh, and I certainly can't always respond immediately, and that isolates me. When, <laughs> I, when, when. That, I don't want but, you to worry about that, because I'm going to, we'll help you. We'll, we'll help you out. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, you That's don't worry cool. about that. Um, you know, we'll take care. We'll take care of you. Well, I feel have... everything. Feel everything that's go slow and feel everything that's going on in your body right now. Uh... Right? I'm going to say a couple of other things. You know, it, thank God this is happening now. There are so many resources that are going to make that okay. There's so many resources out now. I mean, the technology that we have. And well, yeah, you the, try doing everything with your eyes closed and tell me how. Okay, just feel. Just yes. feel everything. Just feel everything. You don't have to respond to anything I say. I just want you to feel what goes on in your body. Feel where it is in your body. In order to tell people, you have to be willing to feel what I'm saying to you. If you yeah. when, when you tell people, you have to be willing to feel it. And it's not going to feel good, and you're going to feel like doing everything, you know, like to, like, fight back or argue and et cetera. And I just want you to become familiar Uh -uh. with the feeling of someone having a hard time holding what you're saying and being present to it. Uh Good. Because if you could be present to their discomfort, you'll be able to tell them and be unafraid of how they respond. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. So I want to tell you, actually, in reality, and I'm going back into my role play here, but, but it's actually true, my mother has macular degeneration. And, <laughs> and I watch, and I, it's very, it's, I mean, I know this is one of the lines you said, but it's actually true, she does. And she's an art dealer. Oh, my God. And, and you know, everything for her is about, you know, what she sees. And, um, and 
and wow, that that must be hard, and and yet we'll be there for you, when Like you have so many people around you who love you, we'll be there for you. Don't worry. What are you feeling? Where are you feeling? Well, the first thing that happened when you started this is uh, I have a strap around my chest. You know, it's just being pulled tighter and tighter as you were talking. Like about uh, six or seven inches wide, winding meaning like top to bottom, like over my Yeah. Yeah, and hard to breathe a little bit. Maybe is that is it yeah, kind of exactly. compressing? Right, right. That's right. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then this last part with the art, the notion of an, the art dealer who can't see uh, my throat just completely closed up. Right. Just so breathe. Take a few mm-hmm. deep breaths. Feel your chest. Feel your throat. Uh-huh. Yeah, some pounding between the temples, too. My temples. Mm-hmm. Feel your feet. Are you standing or are you sitting? I'm sitting. Okay, feel your feet on the ground and your butt in the chair. Uh-huh. Like don't because you know in in when when you feel that I mean and it's good to become familiar with it to 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 know what that feels like when you have the constriction. I could promise you, I could promise you that when you tell the general world, some people will respond exactly the way you want them to respond, and some people will respond exactly the way you don't want them to respond. Mm-hmm. Like that will just happen. Oh, I just got another piece, Peter. Oh, what's that? Oh, my God. I don't want anyone's pity. You don't want pity. Yeah, that's my biggest fear, I think. Mm, you don't want people's pity. I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Right. Unless I ask them to. Right. <laughs> right. And um and some people are deathly afraid of losing their sight. And some people you know, like people are all over the place. So I but that's important to recognize because when you get their pity, what happens for you? Let's try it. Oh, Wynn, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What? Ah, it's, I, I. I feel like I'm shriveling up inside. Mm. To breathe. And it's funny, something like in my sinuses, I don't even have sinus issues. Like that whole area (laughs) in my eyes, I guess. Right. What are you laughing at? Well, I'm just, I'm just like, I don't want to like really be giving you more issues, but 
But it's but I'm what I'm laughing is like you know my sinuses I don't even know I had sinuses but you said sinuses. well I just um, think it's fascinating some issues like some place right. body, you know physical places I know and that's kind of interesting I'll have to play with that all right so let's have some fun with this win tell me again in fact don't even tell me are you are you are you in front of a computer can you mm-hmm. type can I am. you still see the computer to this a degree tell me like what. How are things? Because it's probably a little different by day. Is that right? Well, no. It's that I have uh, white letters on a black background, which and they're very large, and today I can see them. So okay. I so can, can you can you type? Do. Can you type yes. on the computer? Great. Uh huh. Um, let's just for the hell of it, over the next two minutes, which you can edit as much as your heart desires, type out the two lines. Start with the punchline. Type out the two lines or the two sentences and say them out loud as you're typing them that tells people, right, and feel everything you're feeling as you're doing it that tells people that you're losing your sight. Mm-hmm. How do you want to tell them? You're telling the general world. I have world. been progressively losing my, my sight. Uh... Well, it's already released, so I, I don't feel worse. I feel better. Well, that's great. Well, um, that's great. Uh, and that, uh, this is, I probably have to figure out editing this, but it makes it hard for me to stay in communication, which I'd probably want to say, which is one of the most important things to me. Oh, that's Beautiful. an interesting element in this whole thing. Great. Now, let's stack the deck, right? You can edit this as much as you want and add in filler and whatever. Uh-huh. But let's stack the deck. How do you want people to respond and how don't you? Put it in the letter. Ooh, wow. Uh, to respond. Oh, my God, how great. Uh... Well, one distinction I could make is empathy, not sympathy. That's great. And you may have to teach people how to do that because they may not even know the difference. Yeah, I'm not so, sure I did. So, but that's okay. So start with that. Empathy, not sympathy. And what does that look like? You gave me some of the language to use with you. So you can kind of say, what is the empathy? How do you want me to respond? We talked about the ways you don't uh, want me to respond. Oh, I'm losing. I can't quite hear you. I'm losing. Uh, I'm losing connection. Uh, On you your end, because I'm oh, not no, talking. No, I can hear you. No, no, no. Fine. Okay, great, great. I can hear you. Sorry, I thought you were talking and I was missing something. No, so I'm how- muttering because I don't know what. I don't know. You said I gave you ways to respond. You told you gave me ways not to respond. Oh, like right. I'll help you, we'll take care of you. Lots of resources to make that okay right now. My mother had that. But you want me to be present to it. Yeah. I, I have a thought. Can I share a thought with you? Of course. <laughs> that you that when you say you don't know how you want people to respond might be and this is really a thought 
it may not be right, but might be that you don't particularly want them to treat you any differently, meaning there's no particular response that you want them to have because ultimately you want to just be you when and they're still them, whoever they are. I'm still Peter, you're still Wynn. And and so it's hard to figure out how you want them to respond because you don't want them to respond in some other particular caring way. Well, yeah, that's diminished caring. That's really that's really excellent because it's true and not true. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I do feel different. I do feel less than. But mm-hmm. then I would also want to say, don't treat me any differently unless we're crossing the street, in which case you better make sure. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Throw in a joke. I think that's great. Unless make sure I don't get hit by a car. I love that. Yeah, I right. love that. I love that win. Write it down. You don't have to use anything we're writing right now, okay. but write it down. Uh-huh. Okay. And uh, by the way, Win, I want you, as you're writing, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you what a gift you are giving people by, by telling them in this way because we are, I mean, I have chills down, down my spine as I'm, as I'm thinking about this. We are um, constantly in situations where we don't know how to respond to things that people tell us. And you, it, with your vision, and I mean vision the way your son means vision, you are using the situation that you're in in order to help people, in order to continue to coach people. You are coaching people by helping them figure out when someone tells you this, consider this as a response. You've been thoughtful enough and you have felt enough and you're intentional enough to say, you know, how do I want to do this? How do I want to be treated and what feels good and what doesn't feel good? And most people don't do that. And you're teaching all of us around you how do you, how do you, how can you show up to someone in a way that makes them feel no less than they were before they told you about this thing that you might see them less as, right? You're uh-huh. teaching us how to show up for you. And you're teaching us how to show up okay. for lots of people. And that is a blessing that I personally am appreciative of. Oh, well, that would be comforting. So uh, what have you got? Uh, well, actually, I was just writing what you just said about helping okay. people uh, show up so they feel no less than they were before I told them that's helpful. Uh, so going back to is there anything else I could come up with about how I want them to respond, I think just to be present, don't treat me any differently. That's such a helpful phrase. Thank you. Great. Yeah. Um, and, and you can tell them ways you don't want them to respond. Um, well, which by, you can, you don't have to, but you could say like, I, I, here's, how, here's maybe one thought as to how to do that. You could say, I know you could, you could here's a little trick, right? Um, uh, you could say, I know there's lots of resources out there that make this better than it would be, you know, sometime. Like you could, you could subvert their response by, uh-huh. by, um, by telling them what you already know. You probably can't tell them, I know some of your mothers have already had macular degeneration. 
Probably no, all right. No, but I could say without saying I could know, I could say, thank goodness I have all these great resources that are available. Yeah, something like right. that. And mostly what I want you to know is to be in contact with me, but don't treat me any differently. Because that's what you want. You don't want to lose contact with the people you love. Yeah. All right, I know we're moving fast here, Wynn, and it's like a big thing. Oh, no, this is, this is just... Totally. I'm so glad I'm smart enough to use you. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you were strong enough to show up in vulnerability and truth and address something that's really big for you. So I'm, I, I appreciate that. Tell me when, now I'm going to do like the coaching thing. So when are you going to write the letter? When are you going to send it out? Because it's already late, right? It's January and this was your 2017 letter. I decided I would target uh, uh, Valentine's Day, I have uh, a mechanical problem, which I don't have the administrative help I've had for several years. So I'm looking for somebody to do the preparation part. Um, right. So that's in process. So I, so I would say coach-wise by, by Valentine's Day, if not before. By Valentine's now, Day. I, like I Valentine's love the significance Day. of Valentine's Day. I love it. Right. Yeah, you could at the too. same time express your love for the people around you. And what you're saying, by the uh-huh. way, is you want to stay connected. And that's a beautiful Valentine's Day message. Okay, so this year uh, I didn't – oh, I'm not typing on the right keys. That's one of the problems. Um, I didn't get to send a message of gratitude, so this year sending a message of love. I love it. I love it. And and it reinforces the message you want to give them, which is what you want to give them. Yeah. It's like, I want to be connected. I don't want, I don't want this thing to disconnect me, and I don't want it to become the focus either. Uh-huh. Oh, God. Right? Yeah, I have to write that down for myself, right? Not disconnect. Right. I don't want this thing to disconnect focus. me, and I don't want it to become the focus either. Right? Which is just like, and I think that's a great thing to tell people, too. Okay, great. Um, when, Thank you, Peter. Uh, sure, take a breath. One to ten, what's the likelihood that you're going to send this letter out? Oh, it's a ten. Great. I thought so. I just kind of wanted to ask. If I didn't think it was a ten, uh-huh. I wouldn't have asked because I would have come off looking bad. Um, you so have what? I said I, if, it was, if I didn't think it was a ten, I wouldn't have asked because then I would have come off looking bad. I'm kidding. Um, but let me, when, um, when, let me just ask you one thing, that, that I, I want you to just remember also that you will have moments when you are talking to people, when you're sharing this with them, the heart beating and the constriction in your chest and the throat getting tight, and, and you're going to have those moments. It's impossible not to have those moments. You're going to have those moments. They're very natural moments. And... And I, um, my, my coaching to you around it also is to do your best not to respond to them in any way but to breathe. Like let mm. those physical reactions be a trigger for you to breathe. Like let them be a trigger yeah, for I you to breathe. Yeah, and I also like, uh, wait, we'll have physical responses, uh, well, I also like what you said earlier, that it's my opportunity to be uncomfortable with the discomfort. Exactly. Exactly. 
maybe I should say comfortable with discomfort. But anyway, to stay present, right. that would be more important. To stay present to their discomfort. And their discomfort yeah. shows up in different ways, right? It shows up yeah. in trying to make you feel better. That's how people show their discomfort. They try to make you feel better so they don't feel as badly. Exactly. So it's right. just, they, oh, you just have to do the translation. Ah, they're feeling uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Right. Take a breath. Yeah. Connect with them. Perfect. Win. thank you. Oh, oh my God. Oof. Thank you. Wow. Mm. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Bregman Leadership Podcast. To learn more about my coach training, visit bregmanpartners.com forward slash leadership dash coach dash training. If you're a successful person who wants to grow your leadership, consider joining me at my Leading with Emotional Courage workshop at Esalen in April. To learn more, click on the link in the podcast description.